This is the Socially Impaired Podcast with Devin and Andy. I realized last night that I only have the uh, the first and second trilogies on Blu-ray. I don't have any of them digitally. <laughs> it's because my, my Xbox is now on my TV, so I have no Blu-ray player. And then it made me think, like, I'm getting the all-digital version <laughs> of the new Xbox. And I'm like, shit. But then I realized that Disney Plus has them yeah, all, so I guess yeah. that's fine for now. You know what? With Disney Plus, too, um, at least when I was watching the Star Wars movies, they have a pretty good cut of those. Like, I don't, I think they're 4K, but they're like widescreen, you know, the, all that. And a lot of times I get pissed off with um, Netflix because sometimes they just have a crappy cut. And most of the time it's not wide. I don't think it's ever widescreen, which annoys the shit out of me. But I mean, that's what happens with streaming, right? You got to lower that bit rate and. Right. Yeah, I was going to get the best cuts. I was like, God damn it. Yeah, yeah. Because when you just said, "Oh yeah, I've got the Blu-rays," I'm like, "Why the fuck do you still have Blu-rays?" But it's because that's the probably the best quality you can get still. So exactly, yeah. Even streaming it, it's not as clear as on a Blu-ray. Yeah, I agree. I, I know. I, I'm always I'm always surprised anytime I pop in a Blu-ray and I'm like, "What the fuck? This Blu-ray is like 20 years old." It feels like at this point, it's like, <laughs> "Yeah, this is still amazing." Yep. And and I found out something else about Disney Plus yesterday. Hmm. Uh. Actually, I'll make it one of my news items. Do it. So Start the I'll news. Just take that off. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta have one of these. <laughs> right, exactly. So yesterday, or yeah, yesterday, I, I jumped on Disney Plus, uh, to watch some Star Wars, and I found out there's a new feature in Disney Plus. That I think all the streaming services should have. Uh, and I, I have seen it popping up a little bit here and there. But they have, uh, I don't remember the name, what they call it, but it's like a, uh, like a group watch where if you, you both of you have Disney Plus, you can do group watch and it basically creates like a little group and you invite each other and then you stream the movie together in the group watch. And so it's, it's, I didn't really get deep into it, but we should test it out to see what else really comes along with that. Does that mean that somehow you can chat together while you're watching? Uh, or is it just, it's just going to sync it up together? Uh, cause there are other services like Voodoo has it now where, uh, you can do that and you can like vote to pause it and like weird, weird different little social aspects that I think is pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'd be curious to see what the, like the chat function is, or I don't know, I don't know how you would do it like through your uh, TV or not, but I don't make your, make yourself some um, commentary, you know, across the waves, I guess. Right. And, and where I, when I particularly found it, it was, uh, I was on my phone, uh, in the phone app. So I felt like there's gotta be, they have to include chat or something in that aspect. Uh, even yeah, like a messenger cool. or something too. Yeah, yeah, something. And they had the option to like. I mean, I don't think it really matters, but you it had an option for nearby, like either invite people like by email, 
or it had a nearby option, which is something that like uh, Nintendo Game Boys and stuff like that had where you can just connect with people that were close to you. Randoms. Yeah, so I think that has a point where like, oh, if you got a couple of people in your house, <laughs> I don't know why you'd really want to do that, but you could all watch it on your own phone, but stream it together, I guess. Yeah, but we will have to try that for next time. If we uh, pick a movie, we can watch it together. It's going to, you said Disney Plus. I don't know if other services have that as well. So it might be a right. future Disney Plus show. <laughs> yeah, there. yeah. So I know I can definitely do it on my Voodoo, uh, but I, I don't. I don't, there's just different elements of it, but it's possible you both have to own it in order to do it. Yeah. Uh, just like with Disney Plus, you both have to be on there. And that made me think like, oh, we could have watched Mulan together, but then the, at the same time, we could technically watch like The Mandalorian when it comes out. Yeah. Season two, you can just watch that show together. And depending on how well it works, maybe we do a show watch episode or something. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was pretty cool. Yeah. What else you got? I got a, a read an, or saw a headline where it said the Atari VCS is crashing the PlayStation 5 party. Which, first of all, I thought, wait a minute, why is it just PlayStation 5? Because the Xbox is also coming out in November. Yeah, the naming's weird too. It sounds like a VCR player. <laughs> Atari and VCR player. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... The Atari VCS has been on and off the news probably for like two years now. I think they've had like five different release dates at this point. And so I kind of think I still don't see an official release date. They're claiming it's in November now. But when you go to the pre-order page of like GameStop, it says March of 2021. So it's possible they're just playing on the new console releases to get some more attention. (laughs) Right. But what the what the Atari VCS is, is their new modern console. So, so it's not like a, it's not like a throwback thing where, where you see some of these where you can play all the, you know, all in one system where you see like, you know, you can play like 30 Atari games. It's like an actual forward game gaming system. Yep. Wow. It's supposed to be a modern full blown console. Uh, and they play or they or they're banking on, or they're playing it off as a PC slash console, because I suppose you can you can actually use a bootable OS to use the system as a PC, whether it's Linux or Windows or Chrome, whatever. Uh, this this sounds like remember that in between system. It was like more for like indie games. Uh, the Oya. The Oya. Yeah, this sounds kind of yep. like that kind of thing. That's exactly what I thought too. Uh, and because one of the real interesting parts of the system is that they're playing this idea of that you can create your own video games with it and and they they say uh you can create it let me just read it uh develop new tv based games and apps for yourself your family or to share with the atari community and Mm -hmm. so that was pretty interesting to me but the Oya kind of did that. Yeah, too. I was just going to say, this sounds exactly <laughs> like the Oya now. Like, I mean, I think anyone who had access to any type of game creation tech could, could release on there. But this, this comes with something like 100 old Atari games uh, pre-built in. It's got 4K resolution, 60 frames per second. Uh, you can run a PC off of it if you want. It comes with like the classic controller and a new controller. And I've watched some videos where 
you can I mean, like Call of Duty is on there and Fortnite is on there. Hmm. And so it is definitely modern. It's like a PC game. Yeah. yeah. So it's just very interesting. It's uh, $400, though. Whoa. Well, they, okay. They are, they are competing with the big boys then. Yeah. It is in line with the rest of them. Yeah. But, you know, do they really bring to the table something that would make me buy that over, uh, you know, PlayStation Digital for mm. 400 bucks? Mm. Yeah. I don't so. know. Might have to wait and see what, what, they, what they say about it, what capabilities are of that thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I can play. I, I suppose illegally, but <laughs> play old Atari games all day long. Or there's tons of them on the Xbox and the PlayStation, and so that's not really the extra. You know, coming with a hundred games isn't very cool. Yeah, I don't feel like anyone's like dying to play those games anymore. So no, <laughs> nope. Archived, archived, archaeological gameplay is what that would be these days. Yeah. But definitely interesting that you know a nostalgic thing if it would maybe if it was like 300 i might consider it i guess but i think you gotta go lower than that yeah i guess because it, it plays new games but i don't know i mean i, I thought as a because now i've taken my xbox out of the living room and i intend on replacing it uh i guess probably with the playstation for a while but I don't know. I could use it as an entertainment system, I guess, for the living room purpose. That's what's up with me. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. I well, I heard it's it's only it's only rumor based. I think it, in it was that MGM was trying to shop around the new Bond movie and the streaming services and the two services that they mentioned were Apple TV and I think Netflix. But they were the rumor was that they were trying to sell it for six hundred million dollars. But since since these rumors came out, MGM did say that you know that that's not true. They're not selling it. It's, you know, Bond has a release date of I, th- I think it's March next year. So, but it's still it's like it feels like you know you know things are sort of breaking down in the in the movie universe and pushing for these streaming services. And you just you just you know keep hearing more and more about you know, these possibilities, but I think something like with Bond is that, that I mean, that movie's got to be like 200 million to make. And then who knows what the distribution stuff is and what kind of deals they have, you know, attached to it. So I'm, I'm assuming if you're trying to sell that thing, it's going to be like some astronomical price and these streaming services probably aren't going to, you know, bite on it. I'm sure they, I'm sure they want it, you know, you know, that, that would be probably be cool to have, but I, I, I'm assuming that's why no one bit on it. Yeah, that would be that was that is an interesting way. As if the the you know, like if Netflix were to buy it, that's how they would make their box office money. That flat so, fee, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I think those Bond movies do make pretty good money worldwide. So six hundred million. I mean, it's probably somewhere in there. But then mm-hmm. you know, I, so that's probably why you know they. MGM or, or you know probably wants a lot more because I, you know what is does that mean just this movie or do you get like the whole Bond franchise or I, I don't know what was on the table but oh yeah yeah I think the whole Bond franchise was recently on Hulu hmm. for a limited time hmm. and then so the other sort of um, <laughs> it, it's small news and I actually don't even think it's uh believable yet because the the uncharted movie they they released 
the like the first official um, screenshot of Tom Holland as uh, Nathan Drake. Uh-huh. I and, saw that. Yeah, so it's in mm-hmm. production, right? Like there's 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 official word that's in production, but this is a movie that's been in production for I don't know, a lot of years now and and so it you know, it's like okay, yeah, and you, they're probably shooting it and you know, they have their star, but I, it's one of those where until it's released, like I'm just not going to believe that it's an actual movie yet. <laughs> yeah, I need a little more news in there, right? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I need, I need a trailer at least or something, yeah. not just a screenshot. Although Tom Holland did look pretty good as Nathan Drake. I mean, he's a little young, but he, I mean, he's he, he's de- he's definitely getting older, so he, he's getting closer probably to Nathan Drake age. But, so we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I think he was he's one of those actors that looks a lot younger than he is, though. Yeah, he, and he, he keeps like putting on muscle for. Spider-Man, so he keeps looking like bit you know bigger and bigger. So he's looking a little bit, a little older now, and he is actually getting older than when he first showed up as Spider-Man. Yeah, but that sounds like that sounds like a good match for him to be uh, Nathan Drake. Yeah. Well, did you see? Because um, Mark Wahlberg is attached to play um, Sully, but he was originally attached to Uncharted to play Nathan Drake, like. Like a lot of years ago, you know, but that's how long it's been in production. It's like he can't play Nathan Drake anymore. He has to play the older character now. So sorry, you aged out. Yeah. Just on the Uncharted thing, did you ever see that um, Nathan Fillion like fan movie of Uncharted? No. Oh, it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's like I think it's like ten or twenty minutes long with uh, Nathan Fillion. It's, it's he made a pretty good Nathan Drake. He's he's a little old. You know, but I think when at the time of making that fan movie, that's when like Uncharted was coming out or came out. So, you know, it made it, it kind of aligned in age for, for that character. Pretty good, though. Yeah, I was never I never got into Uncharted as much as you probably just because, you know, I, I haven't always had a PlayStation around. That's one of the ones where when I do get a PS5 that I wanted to go back and play that collection stuff. But I think I've only played the first one and maybe half of the second one. Mm. So like when you said Sully, I'm like, I don't know who Sully is. He is in the first one. <laughs> is he? Yeah. yeah. Remember that. <laughs> the other possible item. Uh, uh, was, I just quickly had seen a, a uh, article that about how Anthony Mackey was complaining about the gruesome conditions in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier show. What does that mean? Right. So that initially it popped in my head like they're they're doing uh what was it? The the guy that played Cyborg who had that <laughs> there's like a whole news story about how he was ripping on uh Josh uh Whedon Cash director. Man. Yeah. Oh and how terrible it was. Oh, Do you remember DC. that? Oh in DC, yep. Yeah in yep. DC. So this Anthony Mackie one, they played it off like it was the same type of thing. Uh, but then when you read the article, it's it's almost a little bit more humorous. He's just really referring to uh, COVID-19 conditions. Oh, okay. And he's basically like, you know, we all have to stay six feet apart. And, and he's like, if you get too close, we got this guy that comes in with a stick and like pokes at you and says you're too close to each other. So back up. And he's talking about how like the catering isn't handled on site so it's got to be shipped in and it's all in like ziploc bags and 
So it's more of a humorous thing than, uh, God, I can't remember the cyborg guy's name. Right. Yeah. It's not really about the production and they're not like, you know, running the, uh, the actors into the ground or anything. It's just the idea of working in a COVID, uh, production. So that was kind of interesting. With that, Anthony Mackie, I, I heard he was, uh, he was packing on like a lot of pounds to play Captain America. So mm-hmm. got to be that super soldier size, which he was getting pretty big, I think, by the end of the Marvel run, the last Marvel movie. I like him. So I'll be interested to see him as Captain America because I do like him as Falcon. So now I'm kind of sad that we're losing Falcon in a way. I know it's a mixture of the two, but uh, well, of course, the comics, I don't know what they're going to do in the show. But Yeah, I like I like the handoff. I think it's I think it's a cool way to continue that character. So. Yeah.